everybody, here it is, the episode you've been waiting for, where we let our partners' imaginations go wild. If they had a food truck, how would they use it to reach students and to reach out into the world, for goodness and for God? We're really excited, and this week we're really excited to be participating in the With Wesley MIUMC campaign, so jump over to patreon.com slash MotorCityWesley to become a monthly donor and get special rewards like r-rated bible study guides check it out and enjoy the episode well welcome everybody to uproar live we're going to be on hiatus for the next few weeks but we are excited to uh close out this kind of session by uh session of episodes by checking in with some of our partners and uh, we have been asking the question about a moto food truck and the idea would be uh, my friend John Reynolds had this amazing revelation as he was looking at Facebook marketplace one day and saw saw an old food truck for like 500 bucks um, and he was like wait a second if you're trying to do a multi-campus ministry or any kind of ministry that needs to be in different places at different times, wouldn't it make more sense to invest in a, like a mobile headquarters that could also serve some coffee or something. And then you could go and be at all these different places. And I, it, it was one of those ideas that came to my mind. Like I heard it and then I was immediately like, that is obviously the right answer to a lot of problems. You know what I mean? Um, so <laughs> I've been trying to call around Lauren. I've been calling folks, you know, the union, uh, it's down like in Texas, maybe Dallas area. You ever heard about them? No. So union is like, um, it's kind of a fresh expression type, you know, church thing with a coffee shop and stuff like that. And they had a truck food truck for a little while. Um, and then I also talked to Rabbi Shlomo at Vanderbilt University, and they're running a kosher food truck on campus because uh, none of the campus diner, diner cafeteria areas have um, adequate kosher meat and food and stuff like that. So he's, you know, they've got this thing that this truck that shows up and Jewish students can come and get kosher. I mean, anybody can come and get food, but you know, for Jewish students particularly. And uh, so it's just been interesting to hear back from people about all the different ways that, you know, food trucks actually have served uh, in a helpful kind of way. The folks down at Union also said that um, <laughs> they they had to compete against all the super cool hipster trendy food trucks in their town. And they, <laughs> they couldn't, they couldn't compete very well. Cause it was like, they're kind of new on the block and they, you know, were, I don't know. It was, it was a tough sell, I guess. So anyway, those are a couple of motive. And, oh, and uh, some friends of ours up at Princeton, um, they were running for a while and I, I got to check in with them. They're running a late night egg sandwich truck. Uh, it was one of those, like, if everybody, if people have been out all night and they're coming back, like what might they want late at night or early in the morning that we could provide that would also lend itself to showing up anywhere, you know? And so they're like biscuits and, you know, eggs, Benedict type things. And, uh, and I think they're, for them, the challenges were like, where do we park this thing? Like if you're, if you're in a more of a built up city or whatever, is it, uh, can we use your parking lot? And, you know, 
What do you What do you mean you want to have students that are out too late eating in our parking lot? I don't get it. No. <laughs> do you have a favorite food truck, Lauren, that you've seen? My favorite food trucks are the taco trucks. Oh yeah. You You've been down in our neighborhood much, Southwest Detroit. I have not. Oh okay. All right, we gotta. Once Tacos El Rodeo is back up and running, um, let's have you come down here and check it out. Cause it's, you know, we, we live two blocks from a lot of really great restaurants here in Mexican town, kind of part of Detroit. And I always tell people, we, we rarely make it all the way there because the food trucks are in between, you know, and we just stop and you're right. That's the best. That's the best. Oh man. All right. So Lauren, We've been asking everyone, and I think now it's your turn. So if you had a missional food truck, what would it be? What would you serve? Where would you go? And how would it help you kind of participate in creating God's goodness in the world? Like it would serve food, right? I, I mean, I pr it's a food truck, but you, do you have some other ideas? You be serving Play-Doh or something? <laughs> yeah, some Play-Doh. No, um, I don't know. I think I would serve like comfort foods, like French fries and pop tarts and mac and cheese. Nice. And, like comfort food type stuff. Because there's days where I'm like, I wish there was some French fries or these comfort foods nearby. <laughs> You're having a hard day or something. Most people turn to comfort foods. So mine would be a comfort food truck. I love it. Would it kind of be um, non-entree focused? Like you're going to go and grab like a large fry, but you might not have like a hamburger and a fry and a thing. Yeah, more like non-entree. Warm pop. I'll have two sides. I'll have the warm pop tarts and the sea salt fries. <laughs> uh, that's a great idea. I love it. And, and, uh, as we welcome David Nellis, who's coming on board here. Hi, David. How are you? Hi, I'm good. Thanks. How are you doing? Good, good. Uh, this is Lauren Norton and she Hi, Lauren. Is one of our global mission fellows, uh, serving mm. here in Detroit. So we were just she was pitching the beginnings of her food truck idea which oh. is a kind of a comfort food truck. Mm. And I was just about to ask, so, so you've got this comfort food, you got it in the truck, you're kind of bouncing around town, where would you go? And then what would be like the, not exactly business model, but you know, how would you be sharing this food in a way or where, you know, with whom would you be sharing it? That would, that would be kind of also participating in like creating goodness in the world. I think I would either go to a college campus. Mm -hmm. Because sometimes you just don't want to go to the dining hall or something, but you still want food and you don't want to leave campus. Right. Or I would go to an area of town that doesn't have like restaurants and stuff nearby where they'd have to drive further. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And be right. like kind of in the, in the in between where they're not really close to anywhere else to go, but it would give them their comfort food cravings nearby i love it you, you, like even you know on a college campus you're kind of surrounded by food options like you can't get away from them you might be forced to pay for the cafeteria plan right um but still in need of some comfort food kind of experience and and sometimes in those part next to the wood where you know there's not a lot of restaurants or grocery stores around like this this truck could get there too i love it 
David, what, what does comfort food mean to you? What's your comfort food? Oh, comfort food. Yeah, good. What does that mean? Comfort food? Oh, I, I think like hot dogs and things like that, you know, and um, tacos and stuff, you know, street tacos. I think street tacos would be super from a food yeah. truck, you know. I think oh, that'd man. be really good, you know. Yeah, <laughs> brats. Street tacos. Street tacos are the in thing, right? And they're really simple, and you can you can shape them to a community. What's the local food in that local community? You know, and uh, oh yeah, what's, what's the flavor of the day? So you can you know be very inventive with them. The uh, there was a, the Mac Shack is a truck here in Detroit, mm. and they used to have a one dish called Cosan Row, which mm. is kind of this like banh mi influenced mm. macaroni mm. and cheese. So it's mm. cool. They're kind of playing with a couple of different cultures and kind of putting them together and yeah know. right yeah exactly you know and, the, and and i was thinking like you could you could kind of like um you know tailor the food to what, what is happening in the world you know if it's like um saint saint pat's day or something right round about saint pat's day you know you can do your corned beef and cabbage stuff and Hey, what would that look like in a taco? Who knows? I don't know. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You could be so creative, you know, like like round the July the fourth or something. Like, what would that look like? What's the what's the food of the season for that time of year? You know what I mean? I love it. You know, so exactly. David, I'm mm. thinking maybe so mm. we'd ask you to, like, so uh now's mm. your chance to pitch this missional food truck idea. And we're gonna bring Nick on so you can listen on listen to. Hi Nick, how are you? Hi, Hi everyone. How are you doing? Hey, good to see you, Nick. Hi. So, David, if you had a missional food truck, mm. what, what would it be? What would you serve? Where would you go? And how mm. would it help you co-create God's goodness in the world? Yeah. Okay. Thanks for sharing that. Well, he, here's a couple of ideas. Um, at, at my church here in Dearborn, we actually have like a food pantry. It's like a, it's like your, um, it's like your little free library, but it's a little free food pantry. Yeah, yeah. And actually, during this time of pandemic, it's been heavily, heavily used. We've been supplying it and resupplying it. Mm. So you know something, maybe like an extension of that might be to have the food truck in the parking lot um as a, as an extension of of the the little free uh, food pantry mm-hmm. uh, and just have it open to the public because you know maybe the church could even subsidize it or something who knows you know and say hey yeah come and come and get something for a dollar you know what i mean for a dollar we'll give you you know whatever so that so that's one one idea that i had again we could tailor the food to you know the flavor of what people like in our community because here in dearborn you know we're 50 percent arabic community and who knows we could do some really fabulous mediterranean food or something with a food truck i love it some of our partners up at the mm-hmm. central detroit mm-hmm. christian cdc mm-hmm. um they ended up putting together a fresh food truck mm-hmm. and you know because a lot of the places where people got groceries were basically liquor stores in the neighborhood mm-hmm. they were serving yeah. and they had to learn when to stock up on black eyed peas right. people in that neighborhood needed them at particular times of year. It's yeah. two years or something like that. But uh, they learned that whole kind of rhythm for that community. Yeah. And they stuck sure. to this like main vision yeah. of healthy food yeah. where people need it. So it's yeah. kind of echoing what you're thinking. 
Yeah, and you know, many years ago when I was a pastor in England at one of my churches in the city, in the heart of the city of Liverpool, we used to run a, like a, um, we used to run a luncheon club um, on a Tuesday and a Thursday and people would come there. They'd, they would pay a pound, which is the equivalent of paying a dollar, and they'd come and pay, a, uh, you know, the pound or the dollar. Uh, and, and they would eat, and they would eat well for it. You know what I mean? So imagine having something like that, but having the flavor of the food for that community because it varies in our wonderful greater Detroit area. Mm -hmm. uh, the other idea, if I could just share it with you, Carl, and, and, and share it with the group here, is that at the church we are planning, just in the planning stages of doing driving worship, you know. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I thought how cool it would be to have a food truck at the drive-in worship, you know, not just for those who, who, who regularly come and attend worship, but hopefully we will attract other people in the community and and it, it, it will just add something to it that actually there's a food truck there. We're more than just about worship and trying to bring people in and, uh, uh, you know, we're, we're sharing something else because there's needs in the community. So have a, have a food truck there kind of every week and again, depending on what's happening in the rhythm of the community or in the life of the nation, whether it's St. Pat's Day or whether it's July 4th weekend or something, uh, you know, um, shape the food up in that sense, you know. I mean, what would that be? Would it be brats during the July 4th weekend? Would it be fantastic ice cream? Or Who knows? Hey, you know. <laughs> so they're, they're, they're my couple of great ideas. <laughs> well, a couple well, of well, ideas. One of the other things is, you know, uh, th there's a bunch of food trucks that would have been at all of the Detroit City uh, football club soccer games, mm. right? There may be mm. some places looking for, a, you know, a place to be right now, even if you don't have your own food truck, yeah. that you can use that kind of experience as a way to enhance the ministries mm. that we're doing. Sure. I love it. Well, thank you, David. I really appreciate mm. that. Hey, everybody, Carl here, just in the middle to tell you a little bit about the project that we are pursuing, along with support from the Forum for Theological Exploration. Motor City Villages is a chance for us to recruit, train, and place young students of color for the creation of intentional Christian communities for the purposes of vocational and spiritual discernment. We're really looking forward to this fall where we'll get our first chance to see some of this in action all the way through next June of 2021. So if you have a student at any campus in Metro Detroit, we'd love to get to know them and to tell them a little bit about how we could support them in calling a group of students together, creating a rule of life, pursuing justice and equity work, and doing the discernment around all of that experience that helps them claim God's call in their life. Be in touch with us at MotorCityWesley.org if there's a student in your neck of the woods that we should meet and call them into this mission field of Motor City Villages. We're at MotorCityWesley.org. We'll talk to you soon. Nick, thanks for jumping on here up, up at Orchard. Mm -hmm. well, pleasure. And uh, doing the youth thing up there. Yeah. How are things going with that? All right. They are going well. I mean, we're uh, my youth group is a pretty larger, pretty large youth group, so I've broken them up into small prayer groups, essentially, where we meet a couple times a week through Zoom. So I'm zoomed out, as I can imagine all of you all are. But it's been a great way that they've kept the connection so far. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. So in the ministry that you do, or the ministry that you might envision in the future, mm -hmm. is there a food truck? model that would uh, help you do some cool things that you wouldn't be able to do right now? 
What would your vision? So for- I got to admit, I, like, I, I struggled with this question for a while. Like I had a hard time with this because here's a, like, I was thinking about some of the, the, the parts of the question, like what foods would you serve? Where would you go? And all these different things. So my mind, I immediately start thinking of, of comfort foods, right? Yeah. And they're comfort foods. For me, right? So, like, I grew up in a working class neighborhood. Mm. Um, so, we didn't have a lot of fresh produce. We didn't have all that stuff. We really, we survived off processed foods. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Monday night was hamburger night. Tuesday night was um, Salisbury steak night mm. from, the, from the oven and all that. So, you know, we had, every night was set on our food. So, I was thinking, like, if I had a food truck, mm. man, I would have all my comfort foods, right? Yeah. <laughs> I kept thinking about that more and I'm like, well, wait, that's kind of like, this is part of the problem that um, we've kind of run into with missions over the years as we try to institute like our, it's silly, but we try to institute our values on someone else. So like this food provides me comfort. So therefore it's going to provide you comfort, right? right? Eat your processed hot dogs like me. And uh, so I think honestly, like what food I would serve, depending on the neighborhood, I think before I even started serving food, like maybe a week before I'd go in and canvas the neighborhood, like mm-hmm. what do you want us to serve? Like what ah. do you want? What do mm-hmm. you value? So I think I would do that. So I know I'm kind of copping out of your answer a little bit here. I get that. <laughs> um, and, but it was a dilemma for me because I'm like, man, mashed potatoes mm-hmm. would be good or mm-hmm. you know, some hot dogs some mm-hmm. like, um, yeah, like all this weird food for me, but for others. Oh are- man, you know, mm-hmm. the idea of a, um, a mashed, a fancy mashed mm-hmm. potato truck, yeah. a la a nice <clears throat> truck where you're scooping <clears throat> it out. On- Can you imagine <laughs> that? And like, you have like the, 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 like the buffet of all the ingredients, like here's your bacon bits and here's yes. your, oh okay. my God, I think we're on to something. We figured that one out. Yeah, that's right. I'm yeah. going to bring Sarah on as we continue to chat. Um, where Nick, as you think about your youth, your young adults that you connect with, uh, where, where are the places that you would need to take this amazing comfort food truck to? Uh, in relation to the youth? Yeah. If you're, you know, engaging both the folks that are in the church connected with our churches, but also the communities that we are in, where, where's the, where are those meeting places? Where are the meeting places? Oh my gosh. Where aren't the meeting places? That's a really difficult thing. Like, I I think we like all want to kind of, um, lump in certain locations where they meet, but honestly, where they're gathered, that is where the joy is. So like with youth or whatever, it doesn't matter where they're at. It could be the local park. It could be, you know, we have a movie theater down the road, like the Mm. theaters, like they kind of gather there, you know, or, you know, all these different places. So honestly, I think my food truck is going to follow the laughter and follow the joy. I love it. I love it. Well, that's what I think about. Like you might not need a location. You might just need a route. Yeah, exactly. Like, and I know oh. out of all your answers. I'm not giving you any answers. I'm like, I'm going to listen to the people or I'm just going to follow the people. Like, <laughs> that's kind of how I feel, right? I, you know, um, one of the, the most important things I did in youth ministry is when I stopped talking and started listening to them. And then all of a sudden my youth ministry was successful. And I'm like, well, how did this happen? Mm-hmm. Oh, I shut up. You know, okay. So, I'll, I'll write that down, Nick. Uh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It can be a dangerous thing sometimes, but uh, yeah. Well, thanks, Nick. I really appreciate that. And yeah, Sarah, fun. thanks for joining us. Yeah, good to be here. You want to tell people where you're uh, serving right now? Yeah, I serve as deacon of um, high school and young adult ministry at Birmingham First in Birmingham, Michigan. 
Welcome, welcome. Yeah. Uh, part of a very exclusive club of folks that have uh, resided in the parsonage there <laughs> on Pleasant yeah. Street. Yeah, our survival uh, club. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I survived through some Pleasant. <laughs> yeah, Carl and I have lived in the same house, which is just an interesting. That is a, that's a weird dynamic. It uh, is. Yeah. yeah. And Dan Hart. So shout out to Dan Hart. Um, oh maybe we can tag him on this. Yeah, that's a great idea. <laughs> we have Facebook group and everything. We do. We do. Actually have a, <laughs> we do have a message group. <laughs> <laughs> so Sarah, as you've been thinking about what would your missional food truck be? Um, where would it go? What would you serve? How would it create goodness in the world? What, what do you think about that? So I have um, two kind of ideas, but they're very similar. So um, I was thinking about how um, stressful finals, like the, the time of going through finals and finishing them, like there's really never that same uh, feeling of relief <laughs> when you finish finals, whether it's in high school or college or grad school or what have you. So I would love, I think if I had a food truck, I would love to set up camp either during finals as like a self care. Like we see you, we're here with you. Yeah. Um, or on that day after finals. So for high school, I think that would just be, I mean, really for high school and college, right? Like it would just be sure wherever the, the you know space that they get out is or like the most common space that they're released into the world so i think that would just be like just a really um hospitable way to walk alongside um young people during that time of stress that's awesome mm. i'm bringing uh, bridget's with us here hi bridget how are you Hey Bridget. <laughs> Thanks for Hi, joining everybody. us. Sarah's in the middle of pitching her uh, taking care of people during finals food truck vision. Yeah, um, so I like the finals idea because finals is just like such a hard time, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. One of the things we've been trying to I, think I about really too. Heard, I haven't really heard how how those are even happening. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, right. Virtual finals <laughs> during this time. <laughs> like <laughs> that finals idea. Fantastic because I, I don't know about you, but I remember my days when I was doing the finals. Like that's one thing I neglected to do was eat, right? Like I gotta study and I'm focusing on that or I'm snacking on like crackers or like gummy bears or something unhealthy, which yeah. ain't good for your study habits, right? right. That's so true. So you always neglect food for those things. Yeah. Sarah, as you think about that kind of a food truck, uh, not that we all have any of the business acumen to know the answer to this question, but uh, how does it, what is the business model for, for your food truck, for anybody, any of us? Um, are we giving this stuff free? Are people, are we asking for a donation? Are we charging up the wazoo so that we can pay fair wage to a person to have a job? I mean, what, what kind of way would you approach that side of things? Yeah, that's a good idea. I think initially um, you have to get some like stakeholders on board, right? Like people that, um, I don't know, reti retired educators or something like that, where they have <laughs> the means to be able to pay it forward. Um, mm -hmm. and then, you know, I think as you create a space, um, or a consistent kind of presence, um, you could always put out a donation bin, but I think for youth and young adults, like they just don't have those resources. Um, so I, I think you just lean toward it kind of always being free and you figure out how to get um, supporters and and folks who care about youth and young adults behind the scenes to continue to support those things. Yeah, that sounds good. I was telling Lauren that I've, I talked with Rabbi Shlomo, 
who's part of who leads the Hillel group at Vanderbilt University. Okay. Cool. And uh, they do a kosher food truck because the cafeterias there don't really provide kosher food, which, you know, is an interesting that is, niche to yeah. fit into. Yeah. But he was kind of, you know, as I was thinking about that, the business side, I thought, so Rabbi Shlomo, does it make sense if we're going to be giving away some good stuff, maybe we keep it on the simpler side of things so it doesn't become a financial burden to, yeah. you know, be making yeah. real fancy, expensive things and trying to give that away. So, you right. know, you can tailor what you provide to meet the kind of, you know, financial missional impact that you want to create. Mm -hmm. So that's just one thing. Mm -hmm. I love it. Sharing the love of the church with some young folks going through some tough times, uh, normal tough times, and maybe, you know, COVID type tough times. You can take it to their backyard, I guess. And they can. <laughs> yeah. Like the ice cream truck, but less creepy. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we'll just show up with our masks on. Yes. <laughs> Not creepy at all. <laughs> Sarah, did you have a second version that you wanted to share too, or do I have a second version? No, I think it would just be for both high school and young adults. I oh, yeah, think okay. we're in. Um, so those are like different seasons, right? So, um, kind of a December. I don't know. Maybe the food is different, but um, my initial inclination in terms terms of menu <laughs> is not healthy. So sorry, uh, I don't think it would help Nick's predicament, but. Um, <laughs> Uh, I thought like gourmet corn dogs. Oh, <laughs> yeah. You know, next to my mashed potato truck. Potato <laughs> truck. Um, I had a, a baby shower that had a mashed potato bar that was very fun. Um, so I think like corn dogs, but you could also do like vegan dogs and gluten free dogs sure. and maybe kosher dogs. Um, and then just like toppings, right? Like you just put out. Yeah. Um. Uh, and then just like care. So to help Nick, I thought like we could do also just like chopped up, just like pre cut up apples and celery and carrots. So that, yeah. cause that's really what you, you know, you're like, man, I just wish I could like go somewhere and just like get apple slices right now or right. You know, like a little veggie tray. Yeah. <laughs> Grab and go veg. That's great. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. So that's what, that's what I was thinking for many. Thanks Sarah. Thanks for pitching that moto food truck idea. I love it. We're going to steal yeah. it. Uh, but we'll drive it to your house. Uh, cause oh. we know where you live. Uh, Bridget, thanks for joining us. We wondered if you had an opportunity to think about, you know, if you had a food truck, how could you use it missionally to support the young people you work with, to reach out to the community, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, how, how would it help you create, co-create God's goodness in the world? That's all. Gosh, I, <laughs> I mean, one of the things we're dealing with right now is that our church is, you know, in downtown Royal Oak. Um, yeah. And it is just a ghost town down there. Mm. Um, that literally, I mean, our, even our, you know, our church still is doing bag lunch five days a week. Mm -hmm. So we still are getting our homeless guys that come, but even fewer of them even. Um, and so we're, yeah, I'm like, I, I'm trying to picture what that would look like to have that at our building, but it's just, it's such a, it's so dead around there right now. <laughs> like truly just yeah. mm -hmm. a couple times I've gone to church. If it's not bag lunchtime, it's just like, I don't see another human being. Mm -hmm. um, and of course that's going to change here any minute. Um, but yeah, so that would be something we'd have to think about in terms of our church space. Uh, 
or is there a, the know. folks that are coming for bag lunch um do you have a sense of where they are staying and where they are when they're not at the church yeah they stay around royal oak okay. um and the group that comes now we're getting like 20 a day where we usually would have closer to 50 mm-hmm. um they're the ones that are probably the you know longest term royal oak people mm-hmm. other people that they, they say other people have relocated to Pontiac or Detroit where there's just a little more going on for homeless folks. Okay. Um, sure. So th- I, I imagine some of those people will start to come back when they can come back in our building, but that's still a ways off. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, but we, we also, we do have restaurants that provide a hot meal still where they'll come set up a hot meal and then what the church provides is a takeaway lunch so they kind of get two meals in one stop nice. one now one later and uh, and we have a good relationship with like Pronto does that once a week and there's other folks that do that um, so maybe this could be some part of that but I, I but I don't I don't right now I'm just thinking about how we would reach kind of student population might be mm-hmm. more challenging sure sure um, well, I, the other conversation that I've had has been around the idea of um, providing a way for a team of students. Maybe, you know, you're, you guys are Kitty Corner, Oakland Community College is right there um, in, at Real Oak. Um, you know, if there's a team of students that is operating a food truck as their kind of outreach to the community, not necessarily connect, you know, getting food to other students, maybe, right? Um, and I thanks for bringing up the food ministry that you your church already does. Some other churches mm-hmm. already do. David Nellis had talked about the food pantry yeah. um, that they have, and the idea of maybe somehow imagining you know a food truck that can kind of expand or you know complement that kind of ministry. I think it's another great way to think about that. Um, again, instead of how do we have a hip food truck that everybody wants to hang out, line up to get you know fancy biscuits or whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, friends, I really appreciate your vision for uh, things. And we just want to put into the podcast, we'll have a couple other people sending in some selfie videos that we'll put into the podcast version here. And uh, we're going to keep thinking and, and praying about how we uh, are, you know, we really appreciate all the deacons in the world. Uh, and as a deacon, yes, we do very think, much so. <laughs> thinking about all my sister deacons, um, uh, the deacons are really good at helping us keep on thinking about how we get out there into the world. And, mm-hmm. um, this is just one way that we're thinking about doing that. And, uh, we encourage if, if there are folks that want to come alongside us in this kind of vision that you can go to motorcitywesley.org and find some more information on that. And, um, we just uh, really appreciate taking your time today for you all. Hi, Bridget. Um, and uh, I wonder if there is just, I, I gave Lauren the chance to say what have been your favorite food trucks as another way of thinking about this. So mm. uh, is there one that pops to mind as we're wrapping up for you all? Oh, favorite food truck. Mm. So um, our neighborhoods are do like we're we're having food truck tours through our neighborhoods over the last couple of months, which has been absolutely incredible. Oh, nice! Um, it's a way to kind of give them business when they can't, you know, go to the market squares and all that. 
and there's been one that's a donut food truck <laughs> and that is just amazing because like they like they're going through the machine they come out piping hot and they taste like um like the donuts from like you would get at like an apple orchard oh just so fantastic so oh, yeah. a donut food truck which goes with Sarah's um, final truck, which I think would be perfect. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we can get some UMW to like chop up fruits and vegetables to have on the side. I guess. No one's going to eat those, but like the donuts, right? Like, that's important. It's true. It'd be interesting to see if anyone takes those <laughs> rabbit foods. Um, take a lot of guilt. Yeah. I think my favorite food truck, it's always like the, it's always a taco truck. Like, man, I just love street tacos. And mm -hmm. that is coming down as the like hands down winner today. Yeah. Like, fr oh, man, they're just like fresh, hot. And you always are like starving, right? Because the lines are always long and it's always like hot out or something. And so it's always like, this is the best taco I've ever had. Oh, but yeah, yeah, I think street tacos. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lauren, what was your favorite? Taco. Yeah. Tacos. tacos well. yeah, that's yeah. Yeah, that's a good choice. Um, I keep envisioning, and I don't know if I've seen this anywhere, but I would love to, uh, love to see if, if it works and I don't know, licensing and whatever. I mean, these are things we have to figure out, but a potluck food truck really <laughs> gets me get, thinking That'd like, cool. if we just had three or four ovens that had, you know, six or seven casseroles in them, <laughs> whenever we were out there and we just serve up a plate, you know, and, um, <laughs> That that might be pretty interesting to me. Decide me game for that, right? Absolutely. You know, do you remember your days back in college where they had the big, you know, in the dorms where they had the big long cereal things and you could turn the wheel and all the cereal would drop out? Yeah, yeah. It was like a cereal truck. Like there's like 50 cereals that you can choose from. Oh, you push the button, milk comes out, and like oh. That yeah, you you could uh, donate a certain amount and get a short pull and then <laughs> donate a, a more and get a long pull. <laughs> exactly. And then for if you're like one of the top givers, the Lucky Charm one is only the marshmallow. <laughs> like that's like the top giver. It's the marshmallow only. Yeah. So. I'm game. We've done it, friends. We've created Missional Food Truck Ministry with a lot of great ideas. Thanks for being with us today. We'll Thank see you all for later. inviting me on. I yeah, thanks for having me. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Bye. Uproar is the brainchild of Samson Koba III. Thanks, Sam, for getting us launched on this last year. It also is our place for continuing to tell the stories of students conspiring for goodness from the heart of the city of Detroit. We hope that you'll support us at MotorCityWesley.org for as little as a dollar a month for individuals and $40 a month for churches who would like to be a part of our network of young adult faith communities around Metro Detroit. Just get in touch with us, MotorCityWesley.org. We're looking to conspire with you. Cheers.